0: I think it's, it's time for me to talk about going back to work as a stroke survivor. When you first have a stroke and you're going through therapy and you're not expected to work, um, you just pretty much go through the motions to try to get better. So your mind is not on, although I thought I, I have to back up. I thought that I would be I would be back to work in like a month. That's what I kept telling myself. I was like I'm going to give this a month and then I'm going to go back to work. But um a month turned into two years. Cuz I had my stroke in May of 2020. And now it's um February of 2023. Is it 2023? I don't know. let me see. What's today's date in year? It's
1: 2023.
0: <laughs> um, that's just things that happens to my brain. Just to give you an example, it's my day to day life. Um, so I thought a month would would be tops because when I had my first two aneurysms rupture in my brain, I got, I got out of ICU in three weeks and was already on the road to getting better. So I was like, I already been through this. I mean, now that I know what to expect, I'm going to recover faster. But my brain was like, um, uh, "No, no, ma'am, pump the brakes, pump the brakes," because I had um, three aneurysms rupture in my brain, and the third one caused my stroke. So even though I was going through that, I mean, I, it, it's it's very strange to go from being someone who's Physically active To someone who's Has a hard time Walking And has to use um, A cane Or I mean I could remember After my stroke Because I I, After I had my stroke um, I had no one To help me with my Day to day Um What do you call it? My day-to-day, I don't know, duties? I don't know what you call it. Whatever. You know what I mean. Um, I, I never had someone to help me with the day-to-day grocery shopping, laundry, cleaning. I can remember coming home from the grocery store and um, I don't know if you've seen people who are who are old and like probably had scoliosis when they were growing up. So they walk and they're really hunched over. I can remember carrying my bags from the grocery store and at my face close to the ground because I couldn't. It was hard for me to stand straight up and walk and carry my groceries. Um so I, I mean I had to do all of that on my own. I didn't have a caretaker. Um I was already living away from my family. So I had to do this all on my own. And I was like, I'm going to recover. I'm going to get back to work. Everything is going really to be fine. But um when you go through so many Brain injuries um, The healing process is not as Fast as you expect it to be I mean even just It doesn't even matter how many brain injuries you go through When you go through something like this And your mind is set You just know you're going to recover Because That was my outlook I'm going to recover, I'm going to recover fast I'm going to be back to work, Everything's going to be fine But now it's 2023 And I finally um, am back to work Part time, because I can't do full time And even in between um, trying to find a job And going through... Um, because a lot of the re- rehabilitation I do is, is on my own. I don't have a place that I can go to. I don't have the correct health insurance. I don't have any of that. So a lot of the stuff I have to do, I have to do it on my own. So I, I think there was a, a period of time where I got comfortable with not working. But that doesn't mean I got comfortable in my recovery. Because I was constantly working out, working out, working out, working out. Doing the things I need to do to get better But I got comfortable with not working and To the point that um, I think it messed with my confidence I was afraid to go back to work Because I was afraid of my performance Because I'm the type of person, like I said in my previous podcast I'm the type of person who loves to work I love a challenge I love being busy I love doing more work than is expected of me That's the type of um, work ethic I had so after my stroke And struggling with a lot of things uh, My day to day
1: Not challenges My day to day
0: what well, are the day to day things I have to do To get me through the day When I see that I struggle with Those things in private I think I was concerned with what people would think of me when they see me struggling in public. And I struggle a lot in public. And sometimes you want people to see the struggle. I mean, that's all a part of, you know, I guess integrity like I'm not just I'm not a able-bodied person I have struggles physically and I'm still working but this is new to me because I didn't want to go back to work because I was, I was ashamed of how I would perform. And if people think that um, People on disability Don't want to work I think there's a period When you go through That you don't want to work But there's also a period That you know That if you don't go back to work That you're not going to have Any support And, God forbid, if you don't have any family, the likelihood of being homeless is very high. But thankfully, you know, thank God I've always had the support that, um, if if I didn't have this job, I would have a place to lay my head and be safe. Because, um... For a stroke stroke survivor The government And for those of you who work Who have worked all your life The only times I did not work Is when I had my aneurysms rupture And after my stroke Every other time and year after that I've always worked So I always pay my taxes But the government Expects you and your health insurance company Expects you to be back to work after one year So they give you a temporary disability for one year If this was my first rodeo I would understand that But I think the problem with the system Is that they treat everyone the same I mean, isn't that the history of this country? That people in different classes are expected, are treated the same. If you're black, you're treated the same. If you're disabled, you're treated the same. If you're LGBT, you're treated the same. And all of those discriminations and stereotypes um, is all lumped together. And you're treated the same, but you're not the same. Everyone is an individual. So I'm not a person who had a stroke and is able to recover after a year. Like I know, with my because of my age, I'm
1: 53.
0: And they, my doctor told me it would take longer. Because of my age, because of my medical history, so I wasn't expecting a year or two years. So now I'm on my third year.
1: Coming up,
0: I'm coming up on my third year, and I'm at about—I won't even—I'm not
1: even—I
0: am—I don't think that I'm even close to ninety percent. I don't think, I actually don't think that I'm, why would I say 90? I don't even think I'm close to 75%. I wish I was close to 90%, but um, I have a hard time doing the little things. I, I still have a hard time with my fine motor skills. You know, to use the restroom, it takes me a time. I actually, I didn't even time myself. I mistakenly recorded myself on video using the restroom. If you have spasticity in whatever hand you have it in, there's a lot of things that will happen with things that you hold in your hand all the time. So my phone record, and I'm recording by mistake. Uh, just things. I've broken my phone. My phone has been dropped So I recorded myself using the restroom on accident.
1: And I want. I was like,
0: how long did it take me to use the restroom? It took me from start to finish it took me 10 minutes that's not normal that's I, anyone who takes 10 minutes in the restroom to pee I'm talking about just to pee cause I understand if you have like you're constipated you have to poop and you're embarrassed and you're like but not I'm as just regularly use the restroom get up and leave wash your hands and leave It takes me 10 minutes. When you're working, um, I don't think your co-workers um, understand that it takes me a little longer to use the restroom. So it's things like that. It's hard for me to lift things. I work in the gym. You know, I, I can't hold... An item in each hand at the same time. I can't double fist it. Um, It's hard. It takes me longer to tie a trash bag. And then we have those little trash cans where you just have to tie the end of the bag. And then... Everything takes me longer. So when I'm working, I try to stay out of sight so people don't see how long it takes me to do a simple task that may take someone 10 seconds to do. It may take me like two, three minutes. In some cases, maybe even five minutes. While a person, an able-bodied person, it would take maybe not even... 30 seconds. So I mean to be for people to see that that struggle it's it's hard. But then again, you want people to see it to let them know that no matter what, I'm still doing what I have to do. I'm still doing that job, no matter how much I struggle. And to work with people who are able-bodied and are lazy is very frustrating. I mean, I don't think that people realize that what they're doing is actually theft. To not work on purpose, to, to chill, to gossip while you're on the clock to be on your phone that's all that's all theft so when my co-workers are doing it it makes my job even more difficult And it takes me longer to do it when I have all of these able bodies not doing the job. So that's pretty frustrating. And sometimes I'm like praying, like, God, please give me patience. Because I just don't, I think that people who are healthy. Are taking that for granted And then it puts more work on me And it takes me longer To finish things And I'm working I'm working two areas at one time Because I go back and forth I'm on the gym floor To help there And then I go To the locker room To help there So I have two posts For a person who is Disabled (laughs) When I got this job I was like Because of course In the gym The slowest shift Is day shift But I didn't get I didn't get day shift I got night shift Which is the busiest time In the gym And I was wondering why because they knew my they knew my situation they knew that um that I had a stroke they knew I have challenges so the reason why they did not put me on day shift
1: and this sucks
0: because the person I was hired with on the same exact day that person got day shift. And then I just found out a couple of days ago that that person was friends with my supervisor's supervisor prior to working there. So she got the ship she wanted and she got her name tag. She got her shirts, uniform. All of that was put put in before we actually started the job. So I'm struggling on night shift, but the thing about it that's good is that it's forcing me to work smarter and harder. It's forcing me to use my brain more, it's forcing me to use my cognitive ability more, it's forcing me to use my physical, um, my physical defects or my physical struggles. My physicality more So That's the reason why I haven't complained And I I don't want to complain I would rather internalize it Because um, I don't want to be seen as that person And what I've noticed Is that I've spoken to my Immediate supervisor About things that my partner, who's pretty much leaving me hanging, an able body, is leaving me hanging, and still nothing has been done. So I've done. I'm done. I'm done talking to my supervisor. I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to pray. I've even talked to my supervisor's Supervisor. supervisor. And um, still nothing's been done So I'm just going to pray And I'm going to keep doing the job I enjoy having a free membership I enjoy I'm going tomorrow to do my Pilates class So I, I think those things Are more important than Me struggling While others are not doing What they should be doing Because its therapy regardless how messed up it is it's still therapy so i really have to look for the blessing in i have to look for the blessing in the struggle and i have to find the blessings or else i'm going to lose focus and i'm going to let i'm going to be led by the devil and I'm gonna end up being My morale is gonna go low Um I'm not gonna like the job anymore And it's gonna I, I I can't let the devil Mess with me Mentally Cause I, I really believe that the devil Puts these things Obstacles in front of you To discourage you And I uh, And people are human People pretty much care about themselves When they're working They're getting over And they're just not doing their duties Um, You think they care about me? You think I'm even a thought in their head? No, it's it's selfish So I, I can't let the devil The devil, that's the devil's work And it may not be fair or whatever, but it doesn't matter. That's the devil trying to discourage me and and remove me from my path. When I know I'm strong enough to get through it. Like they say, God will only give you as much as you can handle. And this, I think, is petty. Because I can handle it. When I get home at the end of the day, my body is in a lot of pain. My feet are constantly hurting. My hand hurts. My shoulder hurts. I'm mentally and physically tired. My hips hurt. I was was paralyzed on my entire left side. So now I'm starting to feel pain in my head. And I don't think I'm ready. I, I'm not even not even I know I'm not ready to go full time. There's no way. there's no way I can do all of this manual labor. 40 hours a week There's absolutely no way No way So I, I do it about 23 hours 24 hours a week And um, I can do that Because then I have 3 days off Where I recover I rest I stretch Like I said, tomorrow I have my class. But on some days, physically I'm like, this is difficult. This is hard. But I can get through it. Had I would have tried this sooner, I had my stroke in 2020 when I got dropped from a disability in 2021. If I would have done this in 2021, I would have probably injured myself. I would have been worse off than... I would be worse than where Actually I would be I would have hurt myself So Everything that has sustained me Sustained me up until Then till now Has been a blessing Because if I would have had to go back to work When the state was telling me They wanted me back to work I Would have went backwards in my recovery Not forward This is the reason why I'm saying You have to treat everyone as an individual But once you become disabled You become a part of the That conveyor belt Where they just treat you like I don't know how to explain it You know when you're trying to you creating a progress a product, you're going through the conveyor belt. Like I hope you know what I mean. Like I'm trying to build like fifty thousand of the same toys. You just everything is fast. No one pays attention to you. No one takes the time to look at your file. Even when I went for my medical appointment. They were looking at my gait And my gait is how Balanced I am when I walk I wasn't talking about My legs I am Referring to my hands So they When they did my physical test They treated me like everyone else And never even looked at At my file And Three years later I'm still going through this So the system Is horrible People don't People don't care People don't care So it's tough It's really tough But to the stroke survivors That are going through this And They understand What I'm talking about um, Don't give up do not give up. Because that's what they want you to do. They want you to be a statistic. They don't want people to be homeless, but they don't offer you enough so you won't be homeless. It's weird. It's like they want you to be homeless so you can be forgotten about. But then the taxpayers are like, I don't want to know it. Well, then, your tax should pay towards people who actually care about their jobs and about helping people like myself who did not expect to have a stroke, who did not expect to lose everything family, career, everything, physical abilities. I did not expect on May 19th. Actually, on May 20th, I didn't expect on May 21st to not be able to get out of bed and walk out of the hospital. I didn't expect that to happen to me. I didn't expect to wake up and have the entire left side of my body be paralyzed.
1: Do
0: you think that I expected that? I expected them to repair my aneurysm coil it and just walk out the hospital and be better. But God had another plan. and So if you want people to recover from whatever we're going through when it comes to whether it be a physical thing or whether it be uh, classism or jobs or homelessness, then I I think that um, the people who work for these entities should care more about their job and stop treating everyone like everybody else who's going through the same thing. You may be going through the same thing, That's not even the same, That's similar thing, but everyone's story is different. So that's, that's, that's pretty much what I've been going through when it comes to going back to work. I'm just still heavy in prayer. I'm still going through my divorce. and you know, I, I just pray for everyone who um, if you're going through something, just don't. I think the reason why I've survived up until this point is because I haven't lost, lost my focus on God. I don't know what it would have was, but probably for a year after my stroke, I wasn't focused on God, and then my Bible study group came up, and once that happened, I have never looked away. That's exactly what the devil wants you to do, but I'm not doing it. God has been so good to me. He's going to continue to be good to me. I'm going to continue to get better. I'm going to continue to just be happy. You know, I hope to someday fall in love again and all of that stuff that God wants for each and every one, one of us. And maybe someday I'll have my own apartment. I'll be able to sleep on my own furniture. I raise a hallelujah. raise a hallelujah. So, um, I mean, God is good. Everything that... um, I know God has a a purpose for me. And he's leading me to that purpose. Just have to be patient. Don't let the devil interfere and make you become impatient. Because when you become impatient, that's when the devil seeps in. And that's when... Mistakes happen. So if you listen to all of this, thank you. I appreciate anyone who listens, and it's just my story, and you know, I'm gonna keep telling it. My story is pretty unique, um, maybe in the future I get more into like my childhood, you know. My teenage years, my years after I left college, my my story is pretty freaking fascinating. God had me on this journey, and I don't know where I'm going, but He's led me in a lot of different directions. So I'm just looking forward to living and just enjoying life and I'm just feeling blessed. So God bless you and. May God keep you and just wrap his arms of protection around you and just all praises to God and thank you.